everybody, this is Diane. And this is Kate. And welcome to Artwise. So today, uh, we're actually going to be doing something a little bit different on the podcast. Yeah. Something yeah. we we probably should have done in the beginning, so we're we're not just two strangers on. A I mean, podcast. yeah, <laughs> we we kind of did it in the trailer, but it was very short. I had people yeah, message me, and be we like, did. Are, yeah, I I had people message me and be like, "Are all your podcasts gonna be like two minutes long?" And I was like, "No, it's a trailer. It's not supposed <laughs> to be long. It's just to see if you are even remotely interested in listening to the long episode." And I had people it's titled who like the trailer. Yeah, I know. I had people who were like, I just thought they were all going to be two minutes long. And I was like, no. <laughs> That's yeah, not no. a substantial podcast length. You, no, need to, not... you need some good time in there. Yeah, not at all. Um, but uh, we never at length discussed ourselves or like our qualifications to be talking about the things that we talk about on the podcast, which probably should have done a bit ago, but we're still a new podcast. We've only been... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, how long has it, it feels been? Feels like it's been a while, a couple months. Four. We we started at the end of August, so September. October, oh, we did. Oh my December. gosh. Four four months. Four months. So we're still pretty new. Wow. All right. Yeah. All right. Wow, I'm proud of us. <laughs> it's been four. Yeah, months. me too. <laughs> <laughs> I never do it's anything for this long, but it is fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we just kind of thought it would be it, it should be time. To, to talk about ourselves a little bit, um, you know? Yeah. So, like an interview-style podcast, except for we're, we're not really interviewing. We're going to interview we're, ourselves. Yeah, we're just going to talk <laughs> about ourselves. So, you know, if you're not interested in in that, uh, I'm sorry. We'll be back next week with some uh, some art content. Yeah, I mean, this I is art content, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're fairly interesting people. <laughs> I do. I agree. We're very... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't think of a All word. right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're we're interesting people. Uh yeah. we're we're cool. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Wink. Wink. <laughs> Nudge. Just go with it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh do you want me to get you started off with a question, Kate? Yeah, we're actually using the uh, the same questions that we use for interviews with other people, but we're just gonna both answer it for ourselves. So, oh yeah, it'll be it'll be good. Yeah, interview style, but without the other person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll just be talking to ourselves like I do normally. <laughs> I mean, that's all a podcast really is, right? I mean, at least there's that's two fair. of us. Yeah, you know, that's true. Makes it mm-hmm. a little less insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. All right. Um, let me see. Let me look at my little list. Um, let me find a good one to start off with. So what inspired you, Kate, to go into a creative field? I know we talked about this a little bit in our tips podcast, um, that you're really interested in comics as a kid. So I don't know. Is there anything else that, you know, that really, I, I mean, your dad as well, but is there anything that really like pushed you in that direction? Oh, okay. I'm going first. Okay. (laughs) Well, um, I can't really think of one specific thing um, apart from like 
so I I think I might have mes- mentioned this in another episode, but when I was younger, when I was really little, like I'm talking like early elementary school, like kindergarten, first grade, second grade, I was like really into drawing and I liked it uh, mainly because like m- my parents uh, always like, you know, they were like, m- my mom was like that mom that was like, let's do a craft. <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah, know how to Yeah, yeah. She was awesome, like with making us do creative stuff, which is great because you know my my mom's yeah. creative. She has like her Etsy shop. And my dad's an artist, so it makes sense. Nice. But um, I did that stuff when I was younger, and then as I got older, I kind of didn't want to be known for that, and I don't really know specifically why. But when I started to get older, like towards the end of middle school, beginning of high school, I started to like seriously pursue art and it really helped me with um, just, you know, like my general anxiety and like with my self-expression. Cause like I've always, you know, I I have like a lot of self-expression, not issues, but you know, my hair changes like once a month, like completely. (laughs) Um, I always have a different, (laughs) yeah, no, I always have a different hair color. I'll randomly like grow out my hair super long and then chop it all off and like get a pixie cut like at at random. And like, I don't think about things. (laughs) And so like that kind of helped me with like my self-expression because I was especially when I was in like high school and middle school I was doing that so much where I would just like cut off my hair and just like destroy my Mm -hmm. my image and it was just like kind of a form of self-expression and I don't know how to describe it other than like when you're doing something and like it feels right and you're like this is right for me this is like my life path that I'm supposed to be on like this feels like what I need to be working on right now that's just kind Mm -hmm. of like what pushed me towards it I think is it just felt right and like you know when I was younger I was like I don't want to feel like I'm copying my dad I don't want to feel like I'm copying somebody because I literally like have the exact same job that he had like when he first started out like literally like he started (laughs) as a production artist so Mm -hmm. I used to feel like that but now I know you know everybody's on a different path and ours just might start similar but like I know what I'm doing feels right if that makes sense so I think that that I mean it's kind of a non-answer but that's that's the main reason why yeah it's not like one it was one thing it was just like a conglomeration of everything just kind of like felt like I was doing the right thing for myself because you know it's something I enjoy and if I can make money doing it make a living doing it and help people you know become better artists and make a podcast and all that stuff then yeah I want to do that so that's my answer that's a really good answer yeah, so what what about you? What got you you oh, really no. into art? Oh. I don't know ooh. if my answer is going to be as good. <laughs> well, my answer um, was a non-answer. My answer was like the I dude, I did it cuz I liked it. Uh, and that's why. <laughs> no, it was good. But you expressed it very eloquently. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, I try. Know. I try. I BS my way through everything, <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. That's that's a that's the best way to live. But yep. um for me, you know, I I was drawn to art as a kid, kind of in the same way that you were. Um, this is a this is a topic for a future podcast, but I really loved the Ghibli movies as a kid. I loved Totoro and I loved Kiki's Delivery Service. My aunt sent me those movies, <laughs> and yeah, my, <laughs> foreshadowing for a future episode. But um, I really loved those movies as a kid, and I loved animation. 
Um, and similar to you, I kind of stopped for a while. I don't entirely know why, but um, as a teenager, I found cartoons and I found animation and I started liking it again. And I, it just, it really inspired me to start making things. And I, I don't know, I, I think I like making things because I, I always loved stories too. And I, I don't know, I think through making art, you're making kind of a story for everyone, if that even makes sense. Yeah, but, yeah, visual, um, visual storytelling is, is great. Yeah, so much. And I, I love that. Y- yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Visual storytelling is, is so great for like us people who don't, re- I don't know, you probably read, I don't read. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I read, I read, I read a nonfiction. I'm currently reading a book about deadly bugs and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the dorkiest thing you've ever heard. <laughs> Dude, I could do audiobooks, I think, but I just work so much. I just don't, I don't really have time to sit down and like read mm-hmm. a book, like physically And that's read. why... Yeah, and that's why podcasts are good. <laughs> oh yeah, I yeah, I love. Well, obviously, I love podcasts, but I listen mm-hmm. to podcasts all the time because audiobooks are kind of expensive. They have free ones, but yep. they're kind of weird sometimes. Like, they are, yeah. <laughs> they're sometimes like you find them on YouTube, and it's like this guy in the back of an alley just reading them. <laughs> like, what am With I? The worst microphone. To? Yeah, yeah <laughs> he's recording it on a toaster oven, and he's like. <laughs> once upon a time and it's like <laughs> it's, the voice doesn't fit it's great though they're great but oh yeah you know, all the free ones kind of freak me out audible is great <laughs> but it's expensive so mm-hmm. you pay and like 50- amazon isn't great either but yeah <laughs> yeah you pay like 15 dollars a month to get like one book and like all the amazon books that mm-hmm. they pick out for you i don't know feels kind of brainwashy but anyway, at that point, here. just like <laughs> at that point, you just gotta hire someone to like come and read to you. <laughs> Literally, hire someone to come to your house and read you a story before bedtime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Literally, like if I hired a nanny and they were like, "How old's your kid?" and I was like, "Uh, twenty, twenty-one." <laughs> Uh, she really just wants you to read her a story <laughs> and they're like are you talking about yourself and I'd just be like no no I'm no. So- yeah uh- <laughs> that could be our next business venture we'll pay us and we'll read to you <laughs> this yeah. will be our advertising oh yeah yeah once COVID's <laughs> over and it's safe to go to other people's houses we will definitely mm-hmm. do that <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. all right are you ready for the next question yes i'm ready <laughs> all right let me find another good one uh... okay what qualities and skills should a good artist have it's kind of a hard question yeah i you know I never really thought about how it feels to be interviewed by us on this podcast, but now that it's <laughs> happening, I'm like, man, I wish I had more time to think about these because these are like important. Um, yeah, I could give an answer. I think an artist needs to have a good eye. I think that's, that's one true. of the most important things that's to true. like look look around yourself and notice everything. That's true, like, and I don't I don't think anyone said that yet. Um, yeah, that's my answer. No, you have to go. No, I'm just your kidding. answer is so good. See, I keep thinking of things, right, to say, 
mm-hmm. but I'm none of those things. So I kind of feel weird <laughs> saying them because then everybody's going to be like, what? You you quack? You fake? Why are you hosting an art <laughs> podcast if you are none of the things that you think it takes to be a good artist? But I think it's because I hold myself mm-hmm. to a lower standard than most artists. Um, I think one thing that's... See... No, it's it's so hard because artist is such a broad word. You can be describing literally you can be describing a photographer. You can be describing a illustrator. You can be describing a graphic designer. You can be describing someone that like owns their own business and just makes whatever they want. And Mm -hmm. all of those people are artists. And like your answer makes sense. But like the ones that I'm thinking of, it's like, well, I think that for a lot of artists, it's really important to be business-minded. You know what? I just thought of a yeah, perfect that's fair. answer. Okay, here's what I think is the most important thing for you to be if you're an artist. Um, a growth mindset, and this is all, honestly with anything, but a growth that's mindset fair. is like the most important thing if you're going to be an artist, in my opinion. That's my answer. Okay, I just thought of it. That's that's a good answer. Yeah, good, good uh, I think <laughs> I can't stand when people are like, you know, I have this opportunity to grow and become a better artist, but I'm I just feel like I know everything already. Hate that. Hate yeah. that. Because you know, as an artist, you're kind of especially if you go to school for art. You know, you've been you've been to crits. Mm-hmm. I've been to crits. Everybody I that's that an artist. Thing. Yeah. Yep. Everybody that's taken an art class has had a critique. They try and train you like to be able to handle criticism for one because people are just mean to artists. I wish that was like more common in other <laughs> fields. I know it's not, but they kind of train you to be like there is always room for improvement. I remember mm-hmm. in in my AP art classes in high school, we would we would have critiques and like some people would just be so scared to like say something bad and some people wouldn't even be able to say anything bad because they'd be like oh it's just so good like I just can't say anything bad about it and I'm like Mm -hmm. I mean you if it's that good you can nitpick because they're not going (laughs) to improve if you just sit there and tell them how great they are you got to sandwich it compliment and then one thing they can improve and then another compliment that's how you get people to not cry but still have enough to kind of become a better artist. And I know it sucks because it really can, like if you take it the wrong way, it can hurt your self-esteem. But if you have the growth mindset, it won't affect how you feel yeah. about yourself as an artist. You know what I mean? That's, I just think, yeah. I think it's super important. Like, I just think if you're an artist, if somebody said, I'm going to pay for you to go to art school, I'm going to pay for your, your housing, your food, your tuition, your books I'm gonna pay everything for you but you have to leave tomorrow I think anybody that's like a true artist would be like yeah absolutely because you know you might think like I'm where I want to be and that's great but like there's always more you can do and like if you have a good mindset you can be completely content with where you are and not worry about getting better without kind of saying like well I'm happy where I'm at so I'm not gonna try Mm -hmm. and be better like there's yeah you get what I'm saying I don't know yeah that's a good point I hear a lot of artists say stuff like that um and you know it can be just kind of like 
I mean, obviously, I'm not going to say anything because, like, if you're happy and content with where you're at, then, like, it's always good to be happy and have confidence. But it's also really good to have a growth mindset to the point where you're like, yeah, I'm happy where I'm at. I think I'm in a really good spot, but I can always be better. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think it's also important. I Maybe you would disagree, but I think it's important to be able to, like, separate yourself from your work, you know? Like, yeah. if, it's, if your work is taking criticism, that is definitely a piece of you, but it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a bad experience. It can be ben- really beneficial to you. And to be able to separate yourself from your work, I think, is important as well with what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that it's, uh, this is a weird thing to compare it to, but I just thought of this. So you know how when you go (laughs) in a store sometimes and like one of the people that works at the store will come up with, come up to you and they're like, would you like to join our rewards program? It's free. And Mm -hmm. like, sometimes people will be like, oh, it's free. What do I get? And you're like, well, you get a coupon every month and you get birthday perks and you get points and you get free stuff every however many dollars you spend, you get, you know, money back and they tell you all the perks and it's free. And it's like, sometimes people are like, no, I don't want to sign up for that. And sometimes people are like, I mean, if I can save money, then I can save money. And it's it's a weird comparison, but it's kind of like that, where when someone's giving you criticism, you can either be like, oh, I'm getting all these annoying criticisms from people in my emails and it's just, ugh, I don't want to have to deal with that. Or you can just be like, yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks sometimes to have people tell you like things aren't good, but I can use those to make my art better and like that's a, yeah. it's such a weird comparison but I feel like it that is a works. very strange comparison <laughs> because I'm the type of person that would say no to the rewards <laughs> program <laughs> well I used to work at world market cost plus world I market love world- <laughs> I love world market as well it's great but um I yeah what one of my it was my second job that I've ever had in my life I was um a cashier and a sales associate And um, I was one of the workers that opened the store. This was when I was eight. I had just turned 18 years old. I was still Mm -hmm. in high school. And I helped open the store. And when the store opened, a big part of my job there was to just walk around and ask people if they wanted to join the rewards program. And Almost mm-hmm. everyone said no, of course. Um, <laughs> but and I always felt so bad because I would tell my coworker, like in the break room on my break, I would be like, "Dude, I feel like I'm annoying these people. Like I feel so guilty. Like I feel so bad. <laughs> I feel like I'm mm-hmm. annoying these people, and that I'm just like ruining their time in the store. And I just feel so bad." <laughs> and one of my friends was like, "Well, don't think about it that way." And I was like, "Well, how else was I supposed to think about it? Because people just are so rude when you ask them." but you're just trying to save the money. And they're like, mm-hmm. my, my coworker, my friend who worked there, she was like, well, think about it this way. You're trying to help them. You're trying to save them money. If they're going to be regulars at this store or if they're even going to shop at this store once, as soon as you sign up, you get 15% off. By asking them, you're just trying to save them money. And you know, if they don't want that, then that's on them. And if they're going to say no, mm-hmm. that's on them. And like, you can't you know, feel like you're annoying them because you're really just trying to be helpful. And I'm like, wow, 
I never thought of it like that. And then I never felt bad or guilty about asking people if they wanted to join again, because 90% of those time, the time I would see them come back. And I'm like, wow, you guys could have saved so much money if you just signed up for rewards, because you would be getting cash back <laughs> yeah. and you'd be getting coupons and all this stuff. But no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. to be able to kind of flip the flip the perception of what you're dealing with yeah that's that's really cool yeah I know it's a super weird analogy that has nothing to do with art but it's the same with critiques (laughs) you know you you can either you can either avoid people critiquing your work and just get mad when they say like hey you can improve improve on this or you know you could take it and be like wow I can really improve if I just work on this thing because you know, when you're an artist and you're making something, sometimes you're blind to your faults because you're so focused on the details and creating the big picture thing that sometimes you miss stuff like, hey, maybe your anatomy's a little bit off or maybe like, you know, your composition could be a little bit better if you just planned it out yeah. a little bit more. And if you work mm-hmm. on those things because someone else pointed them out and even though you didn't see it, you're now able to see it. It, it can just help you so much. And it's like, you know, instead of getting mad at people and feeling personally attacked, like they're wasting your time and they're sending you all these emails with coupons you're not going to use, maybe just use the coupon is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> just sign Take up. Take the and... little nuggets of advice and yeah, use them to your advantage. Yeah, yeah. Weird analogy, but. It, it works. It, it works. Yeah, yeah. I think it, <laughs> think about that a lot. It's very useful if you're a negative person because it's a positive outlook <laughs> on a very weird situation. But yeah, yeah, that's so true. <laughs> well, um, well, my advice of having a good eye, um, is something I just hear a lot from professors I've had, especially my drawing from life professors, um, just being able to take in your surroundings and look at the look at the details because like I don't I don't know if it's a movie that I was watching or something where some dude was like okay draw a bike right now I bet you can't do it (laughs) you know oh that was me that said that not you (laughs) my biology dude no that's right yeah my biology teacher made us do it and I was the only one who can do it because I had just drawn a bike the day before and I remember now (laughs) but that's um, right that's what you were talking about Yeah. yeah I was just thinking about that I was like who is talking about drawing a bike like I don't know. It was was you. (laughs) It was me in a previous episode. You can probably find us. Yeah. I think it might have been the art tips, but yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it definitely was. Yeah. But definitely being able to take in your surroundings and just just notice everything. I think that's really important. So I have a question for you, actually, about the, like, having a good eye. Do you think that's something that comes naturally to an artist, or do you think that's something that can be taught Ooh, hmm I think I'm gonna give a bad answer I think it's a bit of both (laughs) I really think that you can I think artists do have a good eye generally better than just everyone else but I think you can like teach yourself to do better I think you can train yourself to if you're out in public like look at the types of clothes and the textiles and how shadows move and just you know like I think you can train yourself to do better but I think artists definitely do have that little like edge up on other people um and I think that's why artists you know do what they do it's because they see everything and they want to show everything (laughs) yeah I've had mixed 
uh, answers about that from people. Can that eye be really taught or do you have to be born an artistic person? Is it genetic? Is it just something that Hmm. you're birthed with? I don't know. Because I do think that there's a lot. Yeah, because my old boss at my last job, um, he would always say, well, anyone can be a graphic designer because you go to school for it and they teach you all the rules. And once you learn the rules and you know them really well, then those are just the things you look for. And I think that (laughs) really, no. Well, I think there's a little bit more to it than that, but uh, eh. (laughs) I mean, I I think, I don't think everything can be learned. I think, I think some people definitely have a natural um, talent for things. Um, Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it doesn't it doesn't hurt to know the rules. But yeah, I think some people definitely are just naturally better at things than other people. And I think well, yeah, that's a given. Like strengthen. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Um, but I just he said that, and I'm like, that's true, because that's what school is for to learn things. Yeah, that's true. And so when when you go to school, even if you like don't have any artistic skill, if somebody teaches you the rule of thirds and you use it, you're it's automatically gonna make your work better. You know what I mean? That's but, a good like, point, yeah. But I just feel like to be maybe a great artist, I don't know if if, if maybe like you're born an artist. Like I don't know because obviously when I was a small child I was not good but I don't know <laughs> yeah, what it is. Yeah, it takes is. a lot to, yeah. yeah. And then there's the whole spatial yeah. reasoning thing too. Like you definitely, <laughs> some people just don't have spatial reasoning at all. Like it just doesn't exist in yeah. their brain. And that's not something you can really learn in, in school. You have to be born with good <laughs> spatial reasoning skills. I don't even feel like mm-hmm. I have good spatial reasoning skills. I don't know why I can draw. I don't know. Because <laughs> every time when I'm driving, I have no clue how fast a car is going. But like, you get what I'm saying, right? <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's definitely, I mean, you can go to school and learn art, and I think you can practice a ton and a ton. But I think the key is learning how to practice, because if you're just doing the same stuff over and over again, and it's not helping you become a better artist, I think knowing how to improve and definitely having like a teacher or someone around that can give you advice and give you pointers and critique your work. But yeah, definitely knowing how to practice is super important, I think. Um, but yeah, that's just my that's, advice. That's true as well. And you have to think about like, mm. that's that ties also like the having a good eye ties into the growth mindset as well. Because yeah. if somebody, if you have a professor that tells you like, hey, you're really struggling with proportions or perspective or this. And mm-hmm. here's, you know, what I want you to do. Because I think it will help you improve on that aspect. And if you don't have the growth mindset and you're like, I just want to draw floating heads in my sketchbook all day and that's it, (laughs) Mm -hmm. then, you know, you're never going to improve in that area if, you know, you only do. And I'm guilty of of only doing the one thing, but I'm also not in in school and I just do (laughs) whatever I feel like. But, you know, Mm -hmm. um, it's just like, you know, having the growth mindset. And if somebody tells you, hey, I think this would really help if you are not open to trying that and you just kind of want to stay stagnant in the place that you're at then will you get better you know it's it's just kind of like that um so I think definitely those are two important things the the eye and the growth mindset but I was just wondering Mm -hmm. if you thought that if the eye was like 
given to you at birth and you were granted with it or if you can learn it by just going to school for art and trying really hard yeah i think that's an interesting question i don't know if we'll i don't know if we'll ever know the answer (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it's argued for sure oh yeah definitely all right well do you want to move on to the next question yeah sure i think we answered that one pretty well (laughs) yeah thorough thorough (laughs) all right let's see what does your creative process look like Hmm. this is a this is an interesting question because i think it's you know everyone does everything a little bit differently um and some of us just you know make art for fun you do it for work so that's like that's a whole other thing i bet um actually well my job isn't uh, i don't want to say it's not creative at all because it, it does take creativity for certain aspects of it but i'm not a creative artist i don't come up with designs i just i'm a production artist i i make what's given to me essentially um gotcha by the creative artist but i mean there is creativity involved in the sense of like oh you know what colors are gonna look right on which garment and that's kind of or like what what you know fonts and well actually they picked the fonts for us but if say like there's a licensing issue and they're like we need you to use a different font for this and you know you have to figure out what font is is gonna look different but still like mesh well with the rest of the design and Mm -hmm. there are little things like that where it's like yeah you need to use creativity but it's not like coming up with with something from nothing that's not my job personally not yet anyways um I could work up to that you know especially if I am able to finish school but you know that's not in the cards right now (laughs) I'm just kind of chilling where I'm at um yeah but definitely I would say like Personally, my my creative process, it varies depending on what I'm working on. So like if I am working on something that is for work, like I said, I'm it's usually given and I just kind of, you know, make what I'm given. And that's that mm-hmm. nothing really creative unless it's, you know, required of me. I just kind of do what yeah. I'm told. Um, because, you know, like I said, that's not really my job. I'm an artist but I'm not a creative artist. I'm a production artist, so it's different. Mm -hmm. Uh, But um, as for commission work, um, like, you know, my uh, YouTuber, like merch commissions, my commissions for bands, album art, Mm -hmm. um, even like I've done like, uh, what are those called? Like your, your AV, like your little profile picture thing like I've done those I've done like oh yeah just YouTube channel art overlays for Twitch Twitch emotes stuff like that um yeah it, it 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 varies like it really does um for the most part what I'll do is if someone is like I want you to have full creative freedom but generally this is what I want um mm-hmm. I will just like get on my iPad and I'll do normally three, sometimes two, depending on how specific they are, sketches. And I'll be like, hey, this is what I came up with. Pick one. And most of the time they pick one. Sometimes I've had people say, can you do all three? And I've done it. Oh, damn. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's kind of the what's 
what can be kind of frustrating about doing the sketches because some people if they just genuinely enjoy your art which is always a nice thing sometimes they'll want all of it which is fine because you're getting paid for it but it's also like yeah i have like a week to do this and now i have to do <laughs> that's three a lot times, of work yeah yeah three times the work it's not i'm not complaining i'm glad to have the freelance work i know a lot of artists struggle with that and i don't even know how mm-hmm. i got to this spot because a year ago if you told me i was getting as much commission work as i've gotten this year i would have told you you're lying but um you know I I like to just do little sketches um sometimes thumbnails depending if it's a t-shirt design obviously I'm not going to do a thumbnail because it's not in a box it's on a shirt um but you know sometimes thumbnails sometimes little sketches and I'll usually do two or three um for the client and then you know I'll give it to them and they'll say I want this one and I'll be like okay um and then like I'll do one that may be in color depending on what it is if it's an illustration I'll definitely do a colored sketch send it back to them make sure all the colors are okay um you know and then I go on to just send them stuff as I'm working on it if I'm doing something for myself I just kind of free ball it like I you know (laughs) if I'm just like doodling I no planning at all whatsoever if I'm making something uh like I just did I don't know if you had a chance to see it I think I posted it on my art account on Instagram but um I just did a uh twitch overlay for myself I'm gonna start trying oh, to yeah, stream I saw that. yeah yeah and um I planned that if it's something that's like a project that I'm because most of the time when I draw I don't know about you but I doodle a lot like I'm oh, I, yeah, I, I, I draw with no goal of it being finished <laughs> ever and like yeah. when I'm when I'm just doing that, like just kind of give my hand something to do while I'm doing something else, like I'll I'll watch TV and draw all the time and kind of half mm-hmm. pay attention to both things. I don't really yeah. plan it. I just kind of like feel it out. But sometimes that leads to finished pieces because sometimes I, I doodle something and I'm like, man, that's really good. Like the drawing <laughs> that I did of you with like the flowers growing out of your eyes yeah. that I never finished, that started as a little sketch. Like when I I was at work I was just I was on the phone with a customer and I was just drawing in my notes because they wanted a quote and I was just doodling while I was on the Mm -hmm. phone with them and I was like man that would be really cool as a finished piece and that's like how most of my finished projects are but for the most part like I don't go into anything with the intention of it being finished ever because I think that kind of puts pressure on me that I just don't enjoy so I will just sketch like from my heart and my brain when it's not important with no intention of it ever being finished and if I Mm -hmm. ever do a sketch and I'm like wow that'd be really great as a finished piece then most of the time I'll just do it like on the side and sometimes it never gets finished like the one of you but it's finished enough that it you can tell what it is but yeah it looks like me <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's just kind of my my process but it, it definitely varies depending on what I'm working on but if it's anything yeah, personal for, sure. for myself I just no expectations I have very low expectations for my own art because I'm not getting paid for it so I just kind of mm-hmm. don't care about it nearly as much as the stuff I get paid to do <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's yeah I am pretty much the exact same way with personal art I do no planning whatsoever um sometimes when I I'll just open like Photoshop on my computer and just start doodling and see what it turns into. But yeah, never any planning for personal art. So I'm in the same boat. <laughs> um but yeah, other than that, uh, I I have had a few commissions not recently, but I kind of have a similar process where I'll I'll do I'll do a little bit more than a sketch, but I'll 
I'll do some co- like flat color mm-hmm. and then just show it to whoever I'm, you know, making art for um, and see if they want any changes or want anything else. Um, usually the the people that I've com- uh, done commissions for, they're not very strict on guidelines. So I have a lot of creative freedom with those. Um, for uh, most of my like planning and stuff is for schoolwork. And I haven't done much schoolwork in a while. I took this semester off. Um, but I'll be going back in January, so that'll be good. Um, but uh, yeah, a lot of the the planning that I do is for school. So I have kind of a, a process where I'll make thumbnails. Um, and then I'll just, you know, pick my favorite ones. Very general art process that a lot of people do. Um, but yeah, really not all that interesting. But that's what I do. Yeah. So yeah. I just want to add, like, if if you're doing something important, like, it's very important to do thumbnails. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, if sure. you're if you're just, like, and that's what I'm saying, like, if you're getting paid for it or if it's going to be in an art show or if it's going to yeah. be anything important, if it's going to be published anywhere or on display anywhere, I would 100% encourage everyone listening, like, if it's not just a doodle when you're on the phone that you turn into something, I would mm-hmm. 110%, like, urge you to do thumbnails or some type of uh, visual planning um, because it'll come out so much better and you don't want to be at a point where you've already made something and you're like shoot I wish I could just crop this but it's on a canvas you know what I mean (laughs) so um, yeah I would urge anybody I mean if like I said if it's not important and you're just you just be doodling and stuff you know yeah just go for it yeah that's that's fine but that's why I um whenever I'm working on commission work or freelance work or anything important I always try and um you know do a bunch of sketches and thumbnails and stuff and Mm -hmm. involve like very heavily involve the uh the client um yeah so and some art projects like especially big ones need a lot of planning to be good you know like if you have a big art thing that you're doing if you just go ahead yeah if you just go ahead and start on that who knows where you're gonna be (laughs) like planning is super important when it comes to uh definitely professional and big projects that you're working on so yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so but I mean if you know if you're not trying to be professional or if you're just doing art because you love to do art and you're just doing it for yourself um whatever process you have that you're happy with and you like the outcome of it uh, more often than not is fine but I just urge planning for things that you know if you have a client or if you have Mm -hmm. you know if you're getting paid for it or if it's going to be either published or on display I have works that are published I was on I, I don't did I tell you I was on the cover of a magazine in high school? I forget. Yeah, yeah, the draft picture. Yeah, I don't know if I've talked that about one? that. Yeah, I don't know if I've talked about that on the podcast yet or not, but um, when my junior year of high school, um, I was on the cover of uh, National Art Education Association magazine, and I think it was the April-May issue of 2017, I think. Um, so if you want to look that up, you can go ahead. If you Google my name, it's one of it's the really first. It's really cool. Yeah, it, it's it, it's all right. Um, but if you, if you I Google love my it. Name, I think it's a great picture. Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, if you if you Google Caitlin Merriman, it's like one of the first things that comes up. But um, I did that my my junior year of high school, and I didn't plan that 
um, I wasn't intending for it to be on a magazine cover, but um, my art teacher picked it to put it in the National Art Honor Society magazine or something like that. And the people that like produce the magazine picked it because the colors matched their logo and they thought it would look nice. <laughs> um, so it was literally like completely <laughs> unplanned, like no planning went into that giraffe at all whatsoever. I was just doing it because it was an assignment for us to draw. Um, we had like a field trip to the uh, the giraffe farm. We have a giraffe farm here in oh. Florida. I think it's in like Dade. It's like Dade City, like a, a mile or not a mile, an hour north of uh, where I went to high school and where I used to live when I was growing up. And um, I didn't even go because I was a dual enrollment student. And of course, the day that we were going on that field trip, I had a test in my uh, college algebra class that I oh, couldn't no. miss or I would have failed. So I didn't even go. So I had to ask uh, someone for a picture. And all they sent me was this picture of this giraffe. And I was like, all right, the only thing I can do is draw <laughs> this giraffe, I guess. So I just drew it. And everyone was like blown away. And they were like, you didn't even go. This isn't even fair. This is BS. Why does everyone like your art <laughs> there <laughs> no I wasn't even there yeah it was crazy <laughs> that's cool yeah it was yeah. it was so it was such a surprise it was so weird mm -hmm. I remember getting the call that they wanted my art for the cover because that's like a big deal when especially when you're 17 and oh, like yes, you're sure. you're in school and like they tell you you're going to be a published artist because that's like if you get published on anything, it's it's a big deal because you can use that on job applications. You can use that. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, to That's apply like for resume schools. candy. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's really good, especially if it's on the cover. Are you kidding me? Like, so <laughs> I remember at the at the moment they called. This has nothing to do with art. This is just a weird story, but um, they <laughs> called me on my cell, and as soon as they called me. Um, there was people outside my my parents' house where I obviously used to live when I was in high school, and um, they were working on the storm drains, and I, I don't know what they were doing, but they were pumping water into the storm drains, and all my whole bathroom flooded. All the faucets were going, like they <laughs> oh, were just no. on, and I remember being on the phone, like talking to... Um, my art teacher on like a merged call with the person from the, the magazine <laughs> and just being like, yeah, I would love that. That's like such a great opportunity. And all the water my house is on and then my oh, whole house no. was flooded. And I had to call my mom and be like, our whole house is flooded. Also, I'm going to be on the cover of a magazine. And like, <laughs> it was just such a weird day. <laughs> it was so, so weird. Funny. Yeah. Interesting <laughs> story. I have such oh, a gosh. weird life. Florida is such a weird place. but um. <laughs> yeah anyways <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny <laughs> yes yeah, it's, it's a it's a weird story <laughs> for sure all right are you ready to move on to the last question i really like yeah. this question because i think it's it's easy to answer uh what kind of art projects interest and excite you the most Ooh. hmm you go first i need to think about it <laughs> okay all right um i as you all know i'm a big animation fan I feel like I talk about this all the time but <laughs> um I really like making pieces that are like uh environmental I guess with like just a lot happening in them um and I think those are my my favorite pieces to make I also like drawing women um 
that is something you know if you've seen my art. <laughs> but yeah, I really like uh, art that like tells a story. Um, I I was considering writing and illustrating a children's book because I thought I was going to be unemployed this fall, but um, found a job. So, <laughs> uh, but I might go back to that because I I feel like what I started drafting was pretty good. Um, I designed some characters. I had a story all planned out. Um, so maybe I'll go back to that at some point, but yeah, definitely things that tell a story. Um, I'm also really interested in like art for games or just art for animation or movies or that type of thing. Um, just kind of like visual development stuff, you know, like character designs, environment designs. So that kind of thing. I think that's what I like the most. That's awesome. I think you should definitely like use all of your free time. Okay, I'm not trying to force you into anything, but I just think it would be so cool if you no. did like a children's book. I think you, that that would be, especially with your art style, I think it, that would be literally perfect for you. And I would be Thank so you. excited. <laughs> I would buy like 20 of them in a heartbeat and give it to all my little cousins. <laughs> but, um, oh, thanks. Yeah, no, I just, I don't know. I, I don't even know how to answer this question because the only answer I can think of is a non answer because if anybody knows me, I, I don't even know how to answer this. I am weird. <laughs> I'm very weird. I will come up with something and I will get very excited about it. And then I will do it and I will get halfway through and then I will not finish it. <laughs> oh, so yeah. um, yep. I hate that Me this too. is a non-answer, but like every project that I start is the most exciting project for me, literally <laughs> all of it. Until I get about to like the 80% finish mark to which I will probably leave it and not finish it <laughs> um but that's okay I do that too I have a lot of unfinished work that I just yeah I get very excited when I start something and then I'll be doing it and I'll be like this looks great and then I'll take a break and then I'll won't see it again for 100 years <laughs> yeah um one, one main thing that I can think of I, I'll actually I, I have like three main things and I, I will explain why they make me so excited and that why they're my favorite projects but uh, one of my favorite things to work on is just like anything for for someone like big name, you know. And I, yeah. I mean, that sounds mess. Like it, it sounds kind of selfish, but I, I, think so. I love like, I love working. I love art, and I like working on and towards my art. And whenever I have an opportunity that I feel like, even if I'm not excited about the actual art or the project itself, and I feel like it's mm-hmm. going to be boring, I get super excited about like just the the general idea of a lot of people seeing my work because I feel like yeah. it's something a lot of artists work towards and whenever I get opportunities like that I just like lose my mind because I get so excited and it doesn't even matter what I'm making because I know people are gonna see it and that sounds kind of mm-hmm. messed up but I, I don't just, think it's it does it all yeah. no I, I, I remember yeah. yeah I don't know if you saw on my Instagram but there was this chart going around and let me pull it up actually, because I still have it in my phone, but it was like basically this chart and it was like, uh, why do you draw? And it's a, <laughs> it was a pie chart. Um, did you mm-hmm. see, did you see it on my Instagram? I don't think I've seen that. No. Oh, did you post it on your story? I put it on my story. Yes. Oh yeah. I did see that. <laughs> yeah. It just, it's a little thing. It says, why do you draw? And then there's a bunch of different options and I feel like there's mm-hmm. some missing, but obviously, you know, 
you can't have them all <laughs> on a pie chart. Yeah. But um, they said like to think less for fun, to be good at something, to pass time, to express myself and art runs in the family. And those were the <laughs> options you had. And like my two largest like pieces of the pie were to think less and to be good at something. And I felt <laughs> so guilty about that because I'm like, man, no. like this is just like, it just feels kind of selfish because I, I really just, the main reason that I do art is because I am good at it and I like to feel like I'm good at something. And that's like mm -hmm. one of the main reasons that I pursue it. I also love art and I like doing art and sometimes I hate it and sometimes I want to quit but everybody does that <laughs> with anything that they like sometimes um mm. but yeah I you know I don't think that's a bad answer I I remember just like starting my Instagram art page and I was so excited at the prospect of having followers because that's like people seeing what you do and it's it's just really nice to know that like what you're doing is like it's being uh, what's the word it's being seen yeah but more than that it's like it's being felt I guess maybe that felt, sounds lame appreciated. but it's yeah, appreciated yeah yeah I totally I totally get that and like that's one of the main yeah. things that excites me and it's not even so much about the art it's about the like sharing a piece of yourself with a lot of people and people mm -hmm. not only liking it and enjoying it but it helping people just like warms yeah. my little heart so much it's part of the see I love like YouTube I have a YouTube channel that I infrequently mm -hmm. use and will post videos on and I only have one video that's like not even super successful, but it, it it's like minutely it has I think 7,500 views currently um mm -hmm. which is more than anything I think I've posted ever but the comments just like make me so happy because like even though it doesn't have a ton of views it's it's more than I've ever had and everyone in the comments is like um thank you so much for making this like this helped me get into my dream school like you have no idea how much I appreciate this my art teacher didn't teach me any mm -hmm. of this this was so helpful I got into my dream school because it was a portfolio video for submitting it to art schools and that's what it was and it was like mm -hmm. here's my art portfolio I got accepted to all these schools and I'm trying to help people get accepted to the schools they want to go to and like this is what I did and this is what I think is important and like just yeah. seeing it that it touched that many people I I think it has like 60 comments and it's just all people that are like thank you so much like I appreciate this so much this helped me so much and I love that like I I wish I could do that for more people but I just you know I don't have the platform mm -hmm. and I hope to one day yeah. have the platform because art is to me it's it's great and it's so helpful especially as you get older and you start to realize like hey you know getting made fun of for being an artist like you do when you're in school and high school it it doesn't really need to affect you as much as creating and sharing things with other people and sharing a piece mm -hmm. of yourself affects yeah. other people and helps them and like that's what's important and you know once you like make that progress 
and like you're doing the thing that you're passionate about and you're you get to share that with people it's just it's just great it might be the fire sign in me because I I burn with passion (laughs) with pretty much everything I do and it's kind of Mm -hmm. embarrassing because I I hardcore do everything I do I mean (laughs) I mean this podcast is a perfect example of that um you know because I I still like have people be like no one listens to it why do you still do it because it's fun and I like it and if even one person listens to it and they're like wow they're really you know they're getting me through my work day or they're really helping me improve my art with all their fun you know art tips and like I just really you know just even if one person listens to it and feels Mm -hmm. like that then you know it's worth it you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's not about how many people, but it's uh it's about just like the idea that maybe eventually if you keep at it, like you're you're helping someone who's maybe in a situation that you were in. It's kind of like, you know, when um people ask, like, if you could go back in time five years, like what would you tell your younger self? Mm-hmm. it's like that but with people that aren't you but are in similar situations if that makes sense yeah yeah and you, I think you've definitely found it like it all just comes down to why make anything at all just to you know and you've talked about it you know to like share yourself with other people and I think that's probably the best answer of you know why why make anything and it's just because I don't know, you're sharing a piece of yourself. But yeah. Yeah, I definitely I definitely think that I'm oh god, I feel like a politician. I'm like not answering <laughs> questions. But that's like okay. <laughs> no, I'm like, yeah, that's a great question, but what about this? Uh no. Um <laughs> but anyways, um that's just like the type of projects that make me the most excited are the ones that have the potential to be seen by the most amount of people because I feel like mm-hmm you know, maybe you see a shirt design and I'm credited and then somebody goes, oh, an artist. And then they click on my account and then they see the podcast and they go, oh, they have a podcast. And then they listen to an episode and they go, wow, that helped me so much. I want to be an artist now. Worth Mm -hmm. it. You know, that's what makes me excited. And it sounds selfish and it sounds like I'm like hungry for like fame and fortune and whatever, but that's (laughs) not the point. The point is like, I just want... I want to be like a mentor for artists because I've been like just genuinely like so like blessed with like the best mentors like I have you know my dad Mm -hmm. who does art I have you know his friends who do art who like are constantly providing me with opportunities I had an amazing art teacher in high school who taught me so much like I just Mm -hmm. want to be that person for people because it helped me so much and I could give you a million reasons right now as to like you know, why, why do you do this? Like what projects excite you? I, I could just give you like a million things, but th- mm. that's like it for, for me, you know? Yeah. Mainly, mainly, but yeah, mm. that's my main thing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That was a really good answer. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't really an answer to your question. I mean, it kind of was because it's like, most people would be like, I like to do, uh, landscapes or portraits or <laughs> yeah I like to well, that's what a lot of the people and... yeah that's a lot of the people we've we've like interviewed have had a specific answer but yeah I think deep down we all just like to make things for other people 
Yeah. And I mean, a lot of artists don't even make things for other people. I mean, like, look at Van Gogh. What a sweetheart. He wasn't making things for other people. No one even, like, Mm. I mean, obviously, he wanted people to enjoy his art. And it's a shame that he died before that happened. But at the end of the day, if no one was seeing his art, was he making art for the possibility of people seeing it? Or was he making it for himself? You have to think about that. Because I not I feel like I make art for myself as well. But I for sure. I'm, I'm a total people pleaser. I'm a total like, if I can do something for someone else, or I can do something for myself, I will just like nine out of 10 pick the other person. Uh, depending on who it is if it's like a bad person then I'll probably pick myself but um Mm -hmm. most of the time like I will pick the other person and it just I guess it depends on the artist you know but oh definitely I think I think most artists do make things you know for themselves but also for other people to enjoy yes you know why make anything like you said why make anything if if you Mm -hmm. wanted it just for yourself it can stay in your head you know what I mean oh yeah so yeah yeah, that's my non-answer <laughs> to that question. I think it's good. I think we, uh, I think we got some good interviews in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I didn't really talk that much about myself and more about my beliefs, but that's okay, I guess. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. We can always like we could always do another podcast about our like personal experiences and our childhoods I don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah just personal experiences with artwork that would be cool let's do a part two all right we'll do part two to be continued next episode (laughs) with more specific questions about like personal stuff personally I I kind of want to get more in depth about um you know like how I how I ended up where I'm at in my career because I think that could be yeah you have a lot of good advice to give with where you are I wouldn't (laughs) say good I would say I won it and somehow ended up in a place (laughs) that I'm okay with but uh yeah (laughs) Um, yeah so we'll do a part two (laughs) yeah part two including personal anecdotes mostly probably but yes I share a lot of those on this podcast I feel like oh yeah I, a lot of personal anecdotes from me that most of the time don't even really make sense. But, you know, I live in Florida and a lot of things happen here. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, I know. I embody Florida man, but as a 21 year old woman. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, you got a lot of crazy cool stories, so. <laughs> I wouldn't say cool. I would say more traumatic or like nervous. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, crazy is a good word. Probably a tra- <laughs> maybe a little bit tra- traumatic, but like in the best way. Um, <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I think that wraps it up. I really enjoyed this yeah, episode. Sure. This was really fun. Um, yeah, me too. I'm excited for part two. Uh, I hope you guys are excited for part two. Um, I know it's not like us to talk about ourselves, but I think it's important to have a connection to the people you're listening to. And, Absolutely. you know, it, if you're listening to a podcast, I I so much appreciate having a connection to the hosts. And I think with mm-hmm. art especially, it's important. So I'm excited to make a part two. Um, I think it'll yeah. be fun. Uh, these, are, these are the funnest episodes to make. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, thanks everyone so much for listening. Um, yeah, thank you. you. 
Yeah, uh, you guys can, um, if you feel inclined, you can go ahead and send us um, like a voice message on Anchor and um, maybe with even some questions for part two that we can kind of go in and and look at. Um, so you're able to do mm-hmm. that through Anchor. Um, uh, the link for that is in our Instagram bio um, and you can also find it on any other platform that you listen to our podcasts on. Um, it's just our RSS feed, but um, yeah. So if you want to do that, um, our, our Instagram is at artwise podcast. Um, if you're a regular listener of the show, um, you can go ahead and if you feel inclined to give us a follow on there, we post updates about episodes and behind the scenes type stuff uh which is pretty cool so um yeah uh and uh as always five stars on apple podcast so uh yeah thank you guys so much for (laughs) listening and we will see you next monday all right thank you for listening (laughs) yeah thank you bye everyone bye